Welcome to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. Thank you for joining me again on my little podcast. Today I have a fun little story with a message, but the first part will be more fun than the message, I think. Today's podcast is a true story about a, about some racket that I heard last night. It's called Fox in the Hen House. Last night, I was relaxing in my living room on my couch, finally sat down, was going to read my book, and all of a sudden, I started hearing all this noise, all this, I was like, what is that noise? And then I realized it was my chickens. They were squawking so loud that I actually got up off the couch and went into the other room and found my son and told him get your gun. I think there's a coyote after the chickens. I had been outside a little uh, before I sat down and walking my dogs and I heard coyotes howling not too far away from us, which is, you know, pretty normal around here. So that was my first thought, but I knew it could also be a snake, a bobcat or some other wild animal, even my little cats, my barn cats trying to get inside the chicken house for a chicken dinner. I grabbed a flashlight and and started hurrying out to the barn. I shined the light into the outer chicken yard, and I saw a few chickens standing around. They did not look scared uh, like they normally do when they know that there's a threat, like a, a hawk or something else trying to get them. So as my son joined me, I said, well, maybe it's nothing because it seemed like uh, the chickens had quieted down when they heard me outside and and um, saw my light shining around. So I, I had to get into the into the barn past some obstacles that my husband had placed in my way. So it took me about a minute, but I finally got over and got the door open and looked inside And by this time, the chickens were not making a sound. Uh, And the rooster and the chickens were just staring at me like I had walked in on something. I, I guess the rooster was just in there having a little party with his hens. He is quite the ladies' man, especially since he is the only rooster in a full hen house. I think we have about 18 or 19 chickens. Um, and he is, he is definitely the king of his, um, little kingdom. His shenanigans with his harem of, of girls are pretty entertaining to watch. Uh, sometimes we'll throw in a little treat like a apple core or some leftover salad, uh, scraps. And he will call the girls over to come and get the, uh, the chickens, he, he makes a certain little sound to let him know that he's got something. Uh, but sometimes he will do that just to, to trick them and then he'll get on top of them. So it's pretty funny. So thankfully there was no fox or other beast trying to kill our, our egg making machines. But from the noise, you would have thought we'd find a trail of bloody feathers leading out to the woods like we have in the past. 
and maybe even catch the murderer in the act with the chicken in This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. His mouth. Uh, but all was well, so back in the house we went, back to the couch I went, and I never did read my book. So this morning I was procrastinating getting out of bed and I was trying to think about, okay, what's something I can write about today that's not so heavy and the the chicken incident popped into my mind. And then I was like, my mind being the, the way that it works, it started um, automatically applying that to real life situations. So the chicken incident reminded me of how the media loves to make a lot of racket to create the impression that there is danger, murder, chaos everywhere, wanting to kill us. And the fact is that we actually live in a very safe world. Not only do we have laws, police, and governments, that are in charge of everything, controlling everything, but we also have medicine, we have hospitals on every corner, and we have modern medical technology, at least in Western nations. So if something does happen, we can probably get help. Now, fear, but why do we, but why does the media always want to uh, make us afraid? Well, because fear attracts attention, which, which sells advertising. So fear sells and chaos controls and people react to drama, such as, uh, dramatic, um, lead stories on the, the national news or the local news or, the constant flow of uh, twittering and headlines and fake news that we see in social media. Since a lot of people don't even watch the news anymore, it has definitely moved to the internet where most people get their news. So like the sound of squawking hens and cackling roosters, people run to see what is going on uh, at that sound. The media keeps people so afraid and busy trying to make sense of the constant flow of dramatic information that they don't notice that we don't notice when something more important may be happening. And we don't notice because it's not on those news sources. Um, If you don't follow alternative news sources, you won't hear about some things. Uh, or you won't hear the the perspective of the news from the less um, media-friendly perspective. Um, two examples are the that many people are saying, hey, wake up, you're losing your personal freedoms in the name of safety 
uh, just like we did after 9-11 and we became the surveillance uh, state. We, we're living in the surveillance state. And also something that is happening that some people think is good and some people think is bad is that cryptocurrency is becoming a real thing. And some people think that this is going to cause the dollar to crash, um, along with the fact that the U.S. government has been giving away billions and trillions of dollars in the past year um, from their money tree that I wish I had a money tree, but I don't. While it is important to pay attention to the news and not just go live in a uh, hole in the wood, you know, in the ground, the trick is knowing what deserves your attention. And a lot of the stuff that's out there, you should not click on. So as as smart people and people who care about other people, we, we, we should be careful not to spread rumors or share things that we haven't like vetted to make sure that there's actually uh, something worth sharing because it's, we don't need to increase, increase the, uh, the level of unnecessary fear in a mostly safe world. So I, I know I've done that myself. I I used to be way more active on Facebook and I was kind of uh, naive to how it all worked. And I used to share things that I shouldn't share. I, I didn't know any better. Now I do know better. And I try to, I try to share things that I think are important, but somehow people don't see those things very much. And even when I, I, I started sharing a lot of Bible verses and I've noticed that Facebook doesn't share those either. So I'm, I'm effectively, um, shadow banned on Facebook. So I'm not going to spend my time on there. Uh, another, here's, here's a specific example of the media scaring people, um, and using misinformation. Yesterday in Austin, um, a man killed three people. And me, the media, the, the local newspaper, sent an email out that I got in my email list. And it said, active shooter. Well, I clicked on it because I'm always skeptical of this particular newspaper. Uh, I, follow, I follow all kinds of news sources just because I like to do that. Um, that doesn't mean I trust them. So anyway, I clicked on it and I noticed that the title was not the same as the title in the email. Now it said something about uh, identity of shooter had been revealed. And it also, if you read down about, you know, if you scroll down quite a bit, then you would find one sentence where it said it was no longer considered an active shooter event. So then I went onto Facebook and I did a search and I found the Austin Police Department had a post where it not only did it have a picture of the shooter who was at large, but it told there was more information about the shooting. And the fact was, this was a person who was mad at some people. Um, and, you know, yeah, he was a 
bad person, but he was not, he wasn't a mass shooter. He killed some specific people that he wanted to kill. So I, I think that the media loves to use the term mass shooting and active shooter because this creates intense fear in the public. And not only that, but it makes, uh, it's part of the anti-gun agenda. Um, because we, we, they have to keep the public terrified of being randomly shot by crazed people in public places. And it's just not as common as you think it is. Now I could go on about that subject way longer, but I'm going to stop there and say, don't believe the media squawking. Verify, get more details before you start getting scared. But, or just wait and see if this is something that, if it doesn't apply to you, then don't even read it. Just keep loving people, keep being kind, keep living your life the best you can, being a good person, spread peace and the and Jesus wherever you go and pay attention to what you don't hear on the mainstream news. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to my blog podcast. Um, I, I don't know how to, for people can leave me little, any kind of uh, input. So if you want to give me a message about my podcast, just go to my blog. And then you can comment there. Or if you're using iTunes, you may be able to um, leave me a review. And if there are certain things you'd like to hear a podcast on, get me a message somehow. My email address is pkadams1964 at gmail.com. So thanks again and have a blessed day.